yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers. Are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off The Mat Podcast. Each week, your host, Jessica Cross, dives into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take your business from A to B and have some fun along the way. Grab some tea and pull up a seat. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the show. It's Jessica. I'm so glad that you're here because we have such a juicy chat to share with my friend, Allison Russell. Allison became a yoga teacher in 2006. She completed her master's degree in exercise physiology and advanced her yoga training by taking a deep dive into additional 2,000 hours of studying yoga, yoga therapy, and Vagic studies. She's a yoga therapist. She's the former president of the Yoga Teachers of Colorado and has founded three yoga conferences, including the Yoga Teacher Comp, a conference dedicated to elevating yoga teachers through affordable education, community, and support such amazing stuff that she shares in this episode. If you've ever been interested or curious about how teachers pitch themselves to teach at yoga conferences or festivals, this is your chat. This is your girl. You're going to love it. So let's dive in. Hey, Allison, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you today, Jessica? I'm so good. Thank you for taking the time to be here. Yes. Yes. I love doing these. I love talking about yoga and I love talking to yoga teachers always. So yeah, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, when it came across you, I was like, we, we just need to hear all of your magic. So you have so many wonderful things. So thanks again. So tell me you have this incredible background. I want to hear a little bit about it, about your career, your journey in yoga, whatever you feel like sharing with us and how it brought you to today. So it's a long story, so I'll try and go quickly, (laughs) but I've been teaching yoga since 2006. Um, I actually wanted to teach step aerobics, but at the university I attended, they would, they would only hire me to teach step aerobics if I also taught yoga. So I said, sure, I'll learn how to teach yoga. Long story short, I fell in love with yoga and no more step aerobics in my life. (laughs) It's all just yoga now. And I... I moved from Texas, Austin, Texas to North Dakota in 2013 and started teaching yoga full time then. And really, you know, I was one of only three yoga teachers in town, in my town in North Dakota, really small towns, right? One of three teachers, and there really wasn't a whole lot of yoga there. So whenever I moved from tech, from North Dakota to Colorado, my students were like, well, what are we going to do? Like, who's going to teach us yoga? And I said, well, I guess I'll train y'all to be yoga teachers. <laughs> nice. Yes. So I started training yoga teachers then in North Dakota in 2015. And I went to small towns in North Dakota, uh, all over the state and started to train a, a group of yoga teachers. And I trained over a hundred yoga teachers in maybe four, four years or so. Wow. It, it was busy. I was traveling a lot. It was very busy. <laughs> Um, but it was really needed there. And, and I also found that, you know, people were, my teachers were really spread out across the state. There wasn't, there wasn't as much yoga community. And so I wanted to create a bigger community in the state. So I actually started the North Dakota yoga conference. Uh, 
um, just as a way for me to connect with my teachers from across the state and connect people with resources. And a lot of people in small towns still didn't have access to yoga. So I wanted to create a weekend event where they could actually finally try yoga and the different styles. Um, so we put that on in 2017, our first event, and we've now held that every year in North Dakota and Bismarck in October. Then my friend in Montana wanted to start a Montana yoga conference. So we started the 406 yoga conference in 2020. And then, <laughs> and then I had this great idea that I wanted an event just for yoga teachers because we don't have anything just for yoga teachers. So I wanted to create an event just for yoga teachers where we could connect with each other and learn from each other and get continuing education credits and be in community just as teachers. So in 2019, I started the yoga teacher conference. Um, and long story short, 2019 was not a great year to start a conference, turns out. <laughs> Um, so we've had a few virtual events and now in April of 2022, we're having our first in-person event. And we also have a Chicago event coming up in September. So it's like, it's growing because yoga teachers love this. And somehow I've went from a yoga teacher who didn't even want to be a yoga teacher to putting on these events, um, all across the country. So there we are. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, it's, it's so, it's so crazy how, just as you said that this wasn't even your thing. You're like, I guess I'll teach yoga too, if I have to. And th then, you know, the path just revealed itself and here you are. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, I feel like whenever you are living your path, like you're listening, you're connected to what your, what your calling is that steps just unfold. And it doesn't mean that they aren't rocky steps, right? Like there's been a lot of challenges, but things just continue to progress and they continue to unfold and new opportunities continue to be, continue to present themselves. And so for me, it's just showing me, Allison, you're on the right path. Take that next step you know, it's, it's here for a reason. So I love what you just said too, about even though, you know, you see the next step, sometimes they are rocky. That's, that's really humbling and really generous to, for, of you to share. Cause it's like, everyone just sees the amazing event happening and, you know, it must be so easy and fun and all these things. And you're like, wow, you could only see <laughs> the behind the scenes. Right. So thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, of course. I think it's important that we stay really real with each other because teaching yoga is not always for the, it's, it's not always easy, right? It's not for the faint of heart. There's a lot of challenges that still come with it. So absolutely. Yeah. I so agree. And in some ways, you know, there's, there's lots of structure and then also too, in other ways, it feels a little bit like the wild, wild west. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, and as yoga teachers, we're still people like just because we're yoga teachers doesn't mean like, oh, my life is full of rainbows. No, yo I, I always like to say yoga doesn't make your life better. Yoga gives you the tools so you can make your own life better. And so, you know, the yoga practice didn't just magically solve all my problems. The yoga practice just gives me the tools to handle problems as they come. And that's what makes it easier and better every single day. So mm, that's so good. I love that. That's, that's such excellent advice. It's not going to solve all of your problems, but it's going to give you the tools so you can continue on. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. So, okay. 
tons of passion for yoga teachers, which I absolutely, I'm obviously, I agree. And I, I, we just want to lift our teachers up. We just want to fill them up and make them feel like supported and in community. And one of the things that you're doing is teaching other teachers how to pitch themselves to these yoga conferences, because you know, the ins and outs. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I'm really passionate because I want I feel like every yoga teacher has a gift to share, but sometimes we don't know how to pitch ourselves or how to market ourselves or how to get it out there. Right. And so I, I really want to try and lift up uh, yoga teachers who may not have huge Instagram followings, right? You still have such an important message, but you need to maybe pitch yourself in more creative ways. So I've created, you know, I, I'm really passionate because I talk to people and yoga teachers all the time. I get a lot of great pitches and then I get a lot of horrible pitches. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yes. And a lot of it really just comes down to good networking, right? Um, you want to make sure that you can build your bio in a good way and create a really good yoga class offering and, and all of these things. So, I mean, there's a lot to it. I don't know if you want me to just start or if you have yeah come on in let's hear it yes yeah. share what you feel like sharing i know we're gonna love it all okay so i think first and foremost the most important thing is actually to look into the yoga conference and make sure that it's a good fit for you <laughs> so simple right <laughs> yeah it's so simple but it's the most important step i mean i've had people, I've had teachers who said, oh, I would love to come and teach at your event. And I'm like, okay, well, it's in North Dakota on these days. And they're like, oh, I can't make it. And I'm like, well, then why are we starting this conversation? Right. <laughs> so make sure that you like the conference, make sure it's a good fit. Make sure you like the conference coordinator. Does it align with your values? You know, if one of your values is really focused on diversity and making sure that there's equal representation for a diverse population of teachers, well, then look at their previous teachers. Do those values mesh with yours? You know, what are the values of the conference and do they align with your own personal values? That is such an important thing. And even from a teaching perspective, if you're an anatomy teacher, and you want to teach an anatomy class, but the conference does not offer anatomy classes. Well, it's probably not a good fit, you know? So that's always my first one is research the conference, research, 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 make sure that they're, you're a good fit for them and that they're a good fit for you. That's such great advice. I mean, it's, it's, I don't want to make it too, too simple, but it's almost like you're, you're writing a job description. You're thinking about, or uh, putting in your resume rather for a job description. You want to make sure that your talents align with what, what they need, what's going to fill that niche for them. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's a job. I mean, you're applying for a job, so you don't just put your resume in at random places. You want to make sure it's a good fit. And it's the same for this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so good. So, okay. We've, we found the conference that we're absolutely in love with. We want to teach there. Our dates are clear. We're able to travel all, all, you know, all the little ducks in a row. So, so now what's next? What do we do after that? So next is putting together, you know, you want to have kind of what I call like a little media kit. You want to make sure that you have your headshots. You want to make sure that you have some really good classes that you can teach. And you want to make sure you have your bio ready. Like 
just put all those pieces together because the coordinator is going to need those at some point. Um, and especially with your classes. Here's my best piece of advice is find a specialty class that you want to teach. I get so many teachers every year who are like, I would love to come and teach a vinyasa power class. Everyone teaches a vinyasa power class. That's not a unique class. Like I want something really unique to offer. You can go to a vinyasa power class, like at every yoga studio around. I'm not offering those at my events and most festivals aren't either. They want something unique, even if it's, you know, we have Reggie Hubbard coming to teach a, an asana experience dedicated to Prince. Well, oh my gosh, isn't that all? I know it's going to be awesome, yeah. <laughs> but that's a vinyasa. I mean, I don't know if it's a vinyasa, but it's a power class, right? It's an asana class, but it's unique. It's something really special. It's not just called vinyasa power flow. You want something really, really unique. Um, if you need to make sure if you want to be a chair yoga teacher, you need to make sure that the festival has chairs. If it's an outdoor event, they probably don't have chairs. <laughs> if you want to teach a restorative yoga class first, you need to make it more unique, but the event may not have props. So maybe you want to put that as just one of your offerings, but you need to have some other offerings as well. So come up with really unique, different classes that, um, that align with your specialty. So really think about what your specialty is and offer that to the conference. Mm, that's, that's so good. Advice. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, um, that is amazing. Like I'm sure if somebody took the, just those two things, doing a lot of research and being very, or three things, a lot of research, great media kit with an amazing class offering two or three that mm -hmm. is so unique that sets you apart from, you know, the, every yoga studio in the world doing a certain type of vinyasa class, as you said, it's like, that's going to set you apart. And that's what people are like you are looking for. And it will just magnetize you to their conference in a second. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, those are really, really important parts. And then from there, you know, once you have those pieces next is just networking, you know, check in with the conference coordinator, maybe you email, um, you know, maybe they have an application look into that conference coordinators, Instagram or their Facebook or their LinkedIn. Who do they know that, you know, how can you network with the conference coordinator? Um, and remember that networking is a process. <laughs> networking is a process and it takes time. So reach out to the conference coordinator, connect with them on, connect with the conference coordinator and the event on Instagram and on Facebook, attend their events. Um, I mean, all of those things, sometimes you have to invest a little bit to attend their event. If you, I can tell you, I've gotten people who just have emailed me once and said, Hey, I would love to present at your event. I get probably two or three of those a day. Mm. I, I don't remember them. Like, I'm sorry, but if you send me just one email saying that you want to teach, I, I just, I can't remember everyone. But if you come to my events, you are talking to people and you're connecting and then you make a connection with me, I will remember you next time. You know, that's how you get your foot in the door, right? It's not just sending one email and hoping for the best. 
you have to be consistent. You need to be in person. Maybe it's even just sending or commenting on Instagram on their posts all the time. Those are the people that I remember responding to their group emails that they send out. All of that stuff is how you really network. Um, and it just takes some time. So, yeah, that that's such excellent advice. As, as you said, just a little bit of investment on your time might be everything that's going to get you the return that you want is to teach at this conference. And it's so easy to like someone like you, I can only imagine what your inbox is like and just how difficult it can be for you to devote any amount of time to, to looking through all of these inquiries. But if somebody has already made the effort, maybe like they did invest and came to the event this past year, maybe they took that incredibly sequenced Prince class and they sent you an email and said, I absolutely love this. This is what I loved about it. It was such a good experience. This is exactly my style. And I love to sequence vinyasa classes to queen. And I would love to come to your conference in 2023. Like here's my media kit. I'm going to hit you up on Instagram and like commenting on your stories, just like taking the time because that shows that you're you're invested in the conference, not just, not just kind of, I don't know. I think about people again, applying for jobs, just mass cover letters, mass emails. Like you don't feel special receiving that. You want to feel special receiving that. So your time as the conference coordinator is, is spent well. So exactly, exactly. And even, you know, some of it is also whenever you go and you're networking and I see that you're engaging that also tells me that you're probably going to engage with your audience and be invested in selling tickets. Mm. Because at the end of the day, we have a symbiotic relationship, right? You're going to come and present. I'm going to pay you to present, but we all need to sell tickets because if we don't sell tickets, then you're not going to have anyone in your classes. I'm not going to be able to make any money. And so the event may not continue, right? Like we need to work together. And so when I see that you are invested in like connecting with me, it means that you're probably also really good at connecting with your audience and you're going to be able to sell tickets. And that's really, really important. So yes, yes, yes. yes. I, I think there's sometimes that we get so much in our lane about all the things that we do as a teacher, just in a single class or when we're, we're teaching, you know, our usual schedule during the week. There's this whole other lens of work when it comes to marketing or basically relationship building that we're not thinking about that is invested by our studio, the places that we teach, which is going to now include conferences because Mm -hmm. nobody's coming to the end of the door. Nobody gets paid. The yoga discontinues. So like we, we've got to put ourselves out there. We've got to take time to connect with people if we want them to connect with us, basically with their dollars. Exactly. You know, it's all just relationship building and, you know, me and the teachers, we're working together because we all want the same thing. We want lots of people in your class. I want to spread your message far and wide, right? And we do that by working together to, to tell everyone about this awesome event. So yeah, I I think a good conference coordinator has their teachers and like, I feel like as a conference coordinator, I'm managing the relationships with my teachers, my vendors, my sponsors, and my customer to create, like there's this sweet spot right in the middle where 
everyone receives this awesome experience together because we're all working together to create something amazing for each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a sweet spot where all of it comes together because each person has different needs, but we're all in it for the same thing. And that's to create, that's to experience something that's meaningful. So. Yeah. Yeah. It has such a, I love the way that you put that because it has such a, um, a, a puts a really fine point on how community-based things like these, these conferences really are. It's not just you leading the charge and everybody's following along and it's not just the students coming in to participate and it's not just the teachers teaching. It takes everybody and the venue, obviously we need a place to teach and to practice, but everybody's got to come together and, and, you know, basically put in, put in their work Mm -hmm. at the the end of the day to have this, have this experience and to continue to connect in that way as a community. Right. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so good. Oh my gosh. So, uh, okay. So we are, we're ready to pitch ourselves, (laughs) ready to pitch ourselves to this conference. So I want to ask, it's one of my favorite questions to ask. If you could go back to a previous version of yourself at any point in your career and give yourself a little bit of advice, what would it be? I was thinking about this a lot. So I think I would probably go back to, um, to 2020, whenever everything was falling apart, all my events were being canceled. I was looking my teacher trainings were being canceled. Everything just felt like it was falling apart. And I would say, Allison, just relax, just relax. At the end of the day, it will all work out. Just relax, enjoy some time, enjoy some downtime and just trust that everything will work out stop trying to force things. Um, I really felt like I was forcing things. I was trying to will my way towards, towards making these events happen. And they just, there was no way for them to happen, um, safely. So I would tell myself, just, just chill out, (laughs) trust, just relax and just trust that everything will work out as it's supposed to. That's what I would probably tell myself right now. Yeah. That's such good advice. I think if we learned anything in, in 2020 and whatever this world is that we're in now, it we we know nothing. We know nothing of what will happen and it's not in our control for the most part. So how can we soften around exactly what is in front of us mm-hmm. so we can A, support ourselves because nothing will happen if we're, you know, completely wigged out all the time or forcing and, and trying to make things happen that aren't. And, you know, how, how can we just relax? I think that's such good advice. I think we can all relax a little bit more. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm a very strong, like Pitta, Kappa Dosha. So I'm like pure fire all the time. And sometimes I'm like, Allison, calm your fire down. Let's bring it back to some of that Kappa energy and let's, let's kind of chill out a little bit. Let's cool the fire. So, you know, the Pitta energy is so amazing because it is such a going and doing and being, being out in the world, but sometimes I got to calm it down. (laughs) And I, so I just love what you said. And I love that we're getting to have this conversation around business and that we can throw in a little Ayurveda. Like how cool is it that we get to do this? (laughs) Oh yeah. It's amazing. I got, I got to say my yoga practice, it fuels my business, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like all the tools from my yoga practice, I'm using all the time in my business. I'm aware of my Pitta personality 
And so I can use that in ways that are really beneficial, but I also have to recognize the ways that it's not. Um, I, I use my yoga practice whenever I'm, you know, right now I'm chanting to Ganesh all the time, the remover of obstacles, because there's a lot of obstacles that are going to come up in the next few weeks as we prepare this event. So I use my mantra practice. I'm using my pra- my yoga practice all the time in my business. It's awesome. <laughs> and who knew, like, I think when we took our teacher trainings, I'm sure neither of us realized just how inner interwoven it really all is. And, and that includes business. I just think it's the coolest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it's so fun. <laughs> oh, we're such nerds about this. It's great. Uh, so, okay. So I know you mentioned you have some really cool stuff that you can offer to teachers who are looking to pitch themselves and learn how to market themselves a little bit better when it comes to conferences. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So I created a whole guide and it's a guide to, to getting booked at yoga conferences and events. And I think one of the most beneficial parts of this is there's a networking checklist in there. And so it goes through like, join the, join this person's email list, connect with it or respond to their emails, connect with them on social media, respond to their posts. Like it goes through a lot of ways that you can network and connect with people because sometimes we just don't think of all of them. There's so many avenues. Um, And so it goes through a lot of really good information on how to actually connect and network and then get yourself booked. And also then what do you do at the event? (laughs) Yes. What do you do once you are booked and what do you do after you're booked so you can, you know, market yourself and sell some of your, um, sell some of your trainings or workshops or whatever it is that you have coming up. So it goes through all of those steps. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I, I, I love it. It's, it's very holistic. It's not just getting yourself pitched and then you'd be like, oh no, I got the job. Well, now what? <laughs> so you're supporting everyone through, through basically that full cycle. I love that. That's such a great offer. And we'll definitely be able to put a link in the show notes to people to grab that. Perfect. Good. Yeah. Yes. And then, okay. So how can we find you on all the things if we want to follow along? So the, my Instagram is yoga teacher conf. So it's just C-O-N-F. Um, so yoga teacher conf, uh, and then my personal is Allison Russell and that's, that's Instagram. You can also find me online. I'm trying to stay off Facebook as much, right. Um, but we have our websites, yogateacherconf.com. We have a bunch of free trainings for yoga teachers. And then we also have all of our upcoming virtual and in-person events on our website as well. So lots and lots of amazing free content for teachers, but also, you know, really great networking and community and CEU events too. So amazing. Okay. Also we'll include that. That's there's so, so many great resources for teachers that you're putting out there. Just want to say, thank you. We need more of this. And I just, I just love you. I just love your energy. And I'm just so grateful for all the things that you're putting out there and for taking some time with us today. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I love talking about this stuff. So it lights me up. Thank you. Likewise. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. So what did you think? Didn't you just love Allison? She's just so generous with everything that she shares. I learned a ton and I'm definitely going to check out her conferences. And if you want to follow along, the links that she shared are all in the show notes. Uh, You can follow her at yoga teacher comp C-O-N-F as in Frank, or her personal is Allison Russell. You can also check out her website, yoga teacher comp 
yogabookedbook.com and the link to the incredible freebie that she shared getting booked at yoga events and conferences is in the show notes as well. So feel free to grab that. Have you ever been curious about getting into a conference or maybe what that experience would be like? I'd love to talk more about it. You can send me a DM on Instagram. It's at jessicacross.co. I would love to chat with you. Reach out, stay tuned for more awesome conversations. And also let me know if there's anything that I could help with. You can always send me ideas, any thoughts that you have on the podcast right on over into my DMs as well. So I hope you have a beautiful day and that this was helpful. We'll chat soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Mat podcast and give yourself some gratitude for taking action in your wellness business journey. Please share this episode with someone you know who could use a fresh dose of inspiration. And we'd be thrilled if you would rate, review, and subscribe to Marketing Off the Mat on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to share an idea with Jessica? DM her at jessicacross.co on Instagram to continue the conversation or find out how she can help you take the next right step in your business. Until next time, stay inspired and keep showing up.